Hello. Ooh, welcome, everybody. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. We're going to wait for some people to chime on. Today is the first ever Beyond Small Talk in one minute, and I am so excited. Oh, hi. Hi. Hot mess and a nice dress. You're there. So I'm going to invite you. Danielle, hi. I'm a minute early, but, oh, you know. Are you ready, Allie? Are you ready? So Danielle Nicole that's on too, she has become a friend to the family. She is a wonderful OT helping out Sophie. Hi Juan. Um, and she's been such a supporter of me and my coaching. Um, uh, hot mess in a nice dress. You're too funny. This is exciting. I've been, have you been practicing? Anyway, so Sophie was just here, and I'm going to start in a minute, but, oh, thanks, Danielle. Um, but Danielle, like this, she loves ice lately, so nice dirty hands in my water that now I'm doing. Cheryl, hey, Cheryl. Oh, my God, people are joining. Yay, hi, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for showing up and joining here today. It's a beautiful day in LIC. Sunny, 50 plus, but shelter in place. Anyway, let's get started. It's Farmhouse Project. Hi. Welcome, everyone. Oh, my God. This is so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Jackie Janik, and I'm a women's empowerment coach. I help women uncover their purpose and define their path in the world. And today is the first ever Beyond Small Talk Live. Instagram Live. This is live. This is my second live ever. So if anything goes awry... I don't know, stick with us because this is well worth it. Well, well worth it. So what is Beyond Small Talk? It's an experience for exceptional women to go beyond the daily BS and soul-sucking chit-chat to get real, raw, and radical about legit topics we actually care about. It's real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one small talk at a time. And for my first co-host ever, a little take from Wendy Williams, my co-host. How you doing? I'm so excited. And I kind of coerced her just a little bit, but she said yes. Her name is Ali Ogando, and she is the master of interpretations. Like, awesome. She's beautiful inside and out. She is above and beyond creative and witty as F. And she's been my BFF for 20 years. Well, I think it's 20 years. I'm going to go with that. So stay tuned. One second. Ali Ogondo, hot mess in a nice dress. I am now inviting you on. Give her a big, big welcome because this is her first. She's she's an Instagram Live virgin. Help her out with all the waiting, waiting for you. Hope you have good Wi-Fi. <laughs> Did you get it? I guess this is what happens when we rely on Wi-Fi and technology. <gasps> She's coming. I see it. Yay! Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? How's it going there in Jersey? Woo! You look so pretty. This is how oh. we normally. When we get on the phone, woo, hi, hi, it's you. Oh my god, oh my what god. What you doing? 
Oh, thank you so much. I just said that I kind of coerced you. Coerced. <laughs> if you haven't. Okay, so I'm totally real about this, that I have trouble saying some words. And what is it called? Like the analogies? No. Like the saying. Analogies. It's just <laughs> kind of, okay, an example is um, you would say, instead of at death door, you'd say at death doorknob. So yes. you're almost there, but you don't quite get it, but it's delightful. <laughs> It, delightful is a good word. So Allie's been that for me. She is so like nicely corrects my grammar and what I say. So thank you for that. Um, so thank you for joining. I said I coerced you just a little bit. Just just a little bit, but for you, I would just do a little anything. <laughs> yeah, it's a little out of your comfort zone, but you're so good at this stuff. Like ever anyway. Okay, let's go forward. You're so good at this. Let's move on. So before we just go forward, I just want any, everyone to know if you have kitties in the room or you get offended by any four-letter words, this might not be for you. Pretty free with an F-bomb here or there where it's appropriately placed <laughs> for punctuation. So thank you. So thank you for being my first co-host of Beyond Small Talk. Thank you I'm for having me. It's been a dream. So thank you. And our topic mm -hmm. today is you're the she to my nanigans, the evolution of a friendship. <laughs> Which is perfect. Yeah, you are. Or as my husband said, you're the bitch to my please. And anyway, <laughs> that's him. And that's nice. thumbs up. Yeah. He does. So guys, we're going to get into it and talk about, uh, you know, tips and tools and share some stories about lasting friendships. What does it look like? What does it mean? What do you value? Um, because what I've noticed, and I've told Allie that sitting in circles with tons of women that at different stages of life, sometimes it's really hard to find friends, meet friends. But I also think it gets more work in a good way, um, maintaining and uh, growing and evolving a friendship versus just meeting someone. I mean, you and I can meet somebody on the street anytime, any place, like, we're very friendly, talky people. But like, how do you right. sustain that relationship? So where do you want to start? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> where we me. met? Um, where, where we met? How did we yeah, meet? Yeah, where we how met, totally. Yeah. yeah, it worked. Oh, my God. Was it 1999? I can't even remember. When did you start working there? So I think it was 2000, I think. Oh, but, okay. you know, that's a long time ago. Right. And so yeah. do you want to share? Yeah. So uh, we were both working in the city at an eyewear company. And... Um, I don't even remember how we even met for the first time. I'm sure we're like, you know, somebody was bringing you around and introducing to the, all the, uh, I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. So I started with this eyewear company and, um, it was fairly warm out. It was on 40th and 5th, such a like great office. And there was 13 girls who were exec assistants, executive assistants. And I came from a background of, health and wellness insurance, super boring, wearing, remember the blue uh, blazer, double-breasted with freaking, right. I was like atrocious, right? So anyway, I'm at this meeting, and I remember the conference room, it was a table, and all the assistants had their first meeting together, and all of a sudden, it was like this whirlwind of this tan goddess walked in with the hair, the tattoos, <laughs> the Betsy Johnson dress on, and I was like, who is this bitch? And then I was like, she's going to be my friend if she wants to or not, because, uh, like, 
I just was like, I need her. I need to be around her and I need to be with her. So I was like, oh my God, she will be yeah. my friend. Now, 20 years later, you still are. <laughs> Here we are. Totally, totally. Yeah. And it would always be like, I would be upstairs, I'd walk by you and you'd be like, you'd have like always a funny little quip or be like, you know, is your B here? Meaning like, is your boss here? Like, can we hang? <laughs> can we chat type thing? And it just, you know, that just carried me through the day. It got, a, it got us through the day. Yeah. So we met in our 20s. We had a lot of fun. So what, what do you feel like relationships, like friendships mean in your 20s? What did it mean for you in your 20s? You know, I think it's very like, it's, a, it's so social. Like, oh, let's go for, you know, drinks after work and, you know, like just being silly and, you know, meeting guys, you know, like just being, you know, in your 20s. That's when you do all that stuff, I think. Um, but um, I think... Uh, when we are working together, I think a, a big part of when you're at work, I feel like you're, you're at work more than you're at home when you're a full-time job and you develop these relationships with the people you work with because you're with them more than you with your significant other or your family, whatever it is. So um, working with you, it was, um, well, first of all, it was so simple and easy and fun and like, Say if we were, you know, eventually we, we shared an office, you know, down yes. the road, we shared an office and it was like, you know, we'd be working on a project and it kind of leans aside and turn around and be like, what do you think of this? Like, is this off or what do you think of this color? And then you give me your opinion. And so like, we developed that trust with each other. So, you know, I think that's huge because, you know, you're in a working environment and you're getting projects done and you're working with, you know, vice presidents. And, um, you know, when a project worked, it, you felt good because, you know, you were collaborating. And I think that's so important. And then, it, you know, and then our friendship just from there, it was just like, you know, say, you know, you'd overhear phone calls or like you know, conversations. <laughs> well, we were phone. literally sitting almost on top of each other. Right. <laughs> so there wasn't right. much then, secrets going on. Zero secrets at all and um you know and then you, you you know if i get off the phone or if you get off the phone you kind of make a little comment like i'd be staring at the computer screen i hear a little comment like oh what did that bitch do last night or what kind of trouble did she get in? it was so, really you know, hard was just, yeah but it, but it was just so great because we were having we were having fun we were getting work done but we were also getting to know each other and just yeah you know, all the ins and outs of each other. So it was just yeah. such a blast. One of the best times of my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mine too. Um, so the 20s, like, I totally agree. It's about fun, socializing, getting to know people. And, you know, that's super important. And I think that's how we built, like, our foundation of a friendship that, you know, while we kept it just fun and not surface level, but, like, that was number one. Right. Like, we were having fun in our 20s, right? Right. Um, and then, uh, but you said trust is a great value of a friendship. And my mm -hmm. second one to that is honesty. And oh, I feel like do. as a, yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> as a friend, like I don't want a friend that just like blows smoke up my skirt. Like I want someone to be real and honest. And I feel like that is such a good foundation and you've always done that for me. And I've always wanted to do that for you. So can I tell my story? 
Yeah, yes, yes. So this is what happened. And, you know, when you talk about these values of friendship, um, it's not it's one thing to talk about it and say it. And it's another thing to actually walk your talk and be it and do it. So what I wanted a friendship is honesty. So I had to show up as an honest person. So back in the day when we were in this office, um, Allie came in and said to me, do you have a pair of pants? And it was like five o'clock. And I'm thinking, what do you need a pair of pants for? Right? Like, why would you ask for a pair of pants? Anyway, she got her period in her pants and I was such a bitch about it. And I was like, what grown woman gets her period in her pants? (laughs) I made fun of you for like 12 years, but good news. Didn't I have pants? I had a sweatpants. You had, you had had brown velour. Oh, remember? Yeah. The whole velour stage. And this is the time when we used to keep extras in our like office. This is your 20s. You have extra pants, shoes, underwear, deodorant, hairspray. You don't know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. So anyway, so for 12 years, I was not nice and relentless about it. Lo and behold, we come into our 40s. And all of a sudden, sitting in Portchester, New York, where the only available place is cold, guess what happens to me? You know. I get my period in my pants, like bad period in the pant where you had to put on your coat. And my only option was Kohl's. No offense to Kohl's, but it was like Kohl's, cranny underwear and like whatever. And I was then in a fork in the road where I was like, do I show up for my friend and tell her the truth and be honest after I've tortured her for 14 years? Or do I just lie? (laughs) So what if... Did someone say just lie? <laughs> so what did I do? I told her the truth. And then karma call is that day. Yeah. I was like, Allie, karma's a bitch because it did to me. It did the same thing to me last year. And my other option was to go to old Navy to get another pair of pants. So I had a call, make that call, eat crow and be like, Allie, I got my period in my pants. What, what the fruit? Loved it. So, yeah, but that's an example. Like you show up for each other, you tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And um, what do you think? How do you feel friendship evolves in the thirties? In the thirties, I think you're, um, you know, kind of coming into for me, it's coming into my own, maturing, and then being in, you know, a relationship, and then um, just having. Uh, you definitely as a soundboard like you know if I ever had issues with you know like boyfriend things or whatever like you know working that all out and then again it's that it's that trust and then that's that honesty that you've talked about that really you know gets you through and it's 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 you know you're just maturing and Mm -hmm. um as your friendship is maturing so um it's it was I think, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of like going deeper, I guess, you know, in the twenties, it's like, not like you said, surfacey, but like fun and woo. And then in the thirties, you know, you're kind of maturing, I guess. Right. And like you have more lot milestones in life. You know, we both yes. got married in our thirties. We both had babies right. in our thirties. And right. while it's, um, like our landscape of either seeing each other change, like you're just not as accessible for those fun night outs and, you know, and also our um, 
what is it called? Like, what do we want to do change, you know, from raging every night to all of a sudden we're like, can we just watch a movie and drink wine or something like that? Like, (laughs) you know, all of a sudden it's like nine o'clock. Oh, we're all in bed first, you know, oh, you go out at nine (laughs) o'clock. Yeah. Right. So it sounds like the twenties, we build a foundation on fun and like camaraderie and collaboration and partnership and Mm -hmm. um, starting to build that honesty and trust. And then our thirties, we just amplified it by going through life experiences together, you know, like Mm -hmm. being a crotch, um, being the soundboard. That's Mm -hmm. totally, you are my hundred percent soundboard. Like literally guys, if you ever need a laugh, well, I'm not going to give out your cell phone, but if you ever like <laughs> needed a laugh or a giggle or just like to feel better, I call Allie. When I'm driving home from work, I'm like, can you make me laugh? <laughs> and I feel the same way. Laugh? <laughs> and laughter, literally, it just, you forget. And I know, and that's like a, a big part of it because when, when you're, yeah, and when you're commuting and, you know, just to time, make the time pass. I think that was a big part of it too, because there was a time where I was commuting from Jersey to Brooklyn, and now you're commuting, you're making your commute, and yeah. those you have those long conversations and gets you home and keeps you laughing and keeps yeah. you going. So that's another tip. You have to find the time. This is a relationship too. Like you have to find the time, and if you want to make the time and build that um, bond with somebody, you got to put in the work, right? You just got to do it. Mm -hmm. So, but we have fun doing it. And then we entered our forties and, um, you say that real cheery. I know. Cause I'm still trying to convince myself that I have a bit of an age problem, but you know that like we're in our forties, this is our forties. And what do you think, um, friendships look like in their forties? Like, how does it evolve? Oh gosh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't think, not that it's not changed, but like, I, I think it's just building on what you said with the milestones. And now it's not that we've plateaued, but like we're in our thing now and it's just kind of making each other, putting each other at ease. I know that's what I have you for. Like you put me at ease if I ever call you and I'm like upset about something or if I'm happy about something, you know, you just, you're just there to listen and laugh. And um, it's just so, so helpful. Yeah, I think we both have, you know, as you get in your 40s, you evolve and become more confident and that we can Mm -hmm. say whatever. And I don't feel judged. Like, I never feel like any stupid shit that comes out of my mouth is going (laughs) to be like judged by you. And I like legit have like zero judgments about like whatever you say you do. I just feel like the support has grown. Right. So do you feel that women always do that in friendships? You know, um, I'm not, I I don't know. I mean, I think I've been fortunate enough that um, I've had a number of friends throughout the years and I've had very supportive friendships and healthy friendships. Um, But just knowing, I don't want to say all women, but there are women or in their men, whatever, but that can be very catty and, you know, jealous. like I said, I haven't, I've been fortunate that I have not experienced that, but I know it's out there. And, um, you know, I just, uh, I would, I would hope, I, I just find that strange because I feel like women should be, as you say, building you up and not putting you down because <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, we're all, we're all in this together, you know, as, 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 um, as mothers, as wives, 
as partners, as whatever, you know, like we deal with a lot on a daily basis, you know, so whether it's professionally where you're like, I got to get this project done, it's very important. And, you know, it's this high level of intensity. And then you're going home, and you're like, oh, I got to do laundry, and I got to make dinner. So it's like, there's just so much pressure put on us. And so, you know, I would hope that women are, are supporting each other as friends and being like picking up the phone, like, Hey, I need to talk or Hey, let's meet for a cup of coffee, you know? And it just, it's just so grounding and it just, it's like an exhale. You're like, Oh, okay. I got that off my chest. Yeah. Not that you want, like, you don't need like answers or, or, you know, like um, problems solved, but you just want to just let it out and you just feel so much better. Yeah. That's a really good point because a lot of people, I think, well, women, we try to fix, right? Like, let me fix the problem. Let me do this. Like, we're like, we want to make you feel better. And it's like, oh, let me just do that. And sometimes really what you need out of a friendship is like we said, a soundboard that someone will just listen to you without judgment, without um commenting or giving advice sometimes I don't want anyone's advice I just want to say that someone was a douchebag today and you say yes and move on like I don't need that yeah. right so um oh Danny Dare says yeah just bonding and expressing yourself um without mm. the judgment is total key so that's awesome so yeah I do feel like I, I've been fortunate as well with women supporting women but I know it's not everywhere and you know professionally Sometimes it's harder in places where I think women feel at competition, but I think that we uh, exemplified collaboration over competition. And mm -hmm. to me, that what makes, you know, our 20 year relationship still like so much fun and just brings me joy. Totally. So <laughs> last question, last question. We, I mean, we could talk all day, but I'm sure not everyone wants to listen to us all day is like, do you have one real tip like that you want to, you want to give and share of what makes friendship? What's the meaning of friendship to you? You know, like, or one tip, that was a bad question. Like one tip, what do you want to share? Like what's your favorite part about friendship or? Um, I would say my best part, my favorite part about friendship is just sharing and laughing and just um, being real. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like you said, no judgments. That's huge, huge. You know, um, it's just, it's comforting to know that you can pick up the phone and just, you know, you know just feel so much better even after like a 10 minute quick hello. So I think just yeah. honesty, no judgments. Yeah. I think we have some good tips and tools for everyone to help them out in their friendship, whether they're looking for one, growing one or wanting to expand on one. And mine is that you're just so freaking funny and I wish you could do like invitations right now, but I'm not going to put you on the spot. Oh God. But... <laughs> That's what I love. I love someone that can make you laugh and feel good and just, you know, um, take you away for a moment, but remain present in the conversation. So thank you so much that I coerced you to do this. <laughs> My pleasure. It's fun. Yeah, and I want to, yeah, thank you. And you might be, well, you will be a co-host again. So I want to thank everyone so much for showing up. I really, really appreciate your support for the first ever Beyond Small Talk Live. This is being recorded, so you can watch Allie over and over and over oh. again. Yes. <laughs> 
and it will be on my stories and on my blog at jackiejanik.com. Thank you all for coming. I really appreciate it so much. Thank you, Allie. Love Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Love you. Say hi to Mom. Jersey. Bye, Jersey. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>